you helped me with a lot. Not getting so down on myself for it because it's not something that I can always control and I have to understand that this is the way my brain works sometimes. So I think that's the other part to it where I said awareness is a big one. It's also acceptance. It's recognizing that, yeah, it's going to happen and that's okay. It's just who I am. Welcome to Successful with ADHD. I'm Brooke Schnittman, and if you have ADHD and are feeling overwhelmed, chaotic, and negative self-beliefs, you're in the right place. The Successful with ADHD podcast shares my guests' journeys of overcoming challenges, offering their tips and strategies for success to empower you to take control of your life and thrive with ADHD. Let's get started. Hi, Mark. Hello, how are you? Good. Thanks so much for hopping on today to Successful with ADHD. Thank you for having me. I'm excited especially to be on this show since I'm actually helping you a bit with this. Yes, I love it. You are my podcast coach. And what better way to start it with my podcast coach? So talk to us a little bit about your podcasting coaching. Like what what exactly do you do when people hear that? How do you explain that? Yeah, I think the easier way that I explain it is by saying I'm a podcast producer. I do say coach a lot, but if people are confused or need more, when I say producer, it seems to help a little bit connect those dots. And it really is just that I am helping people with pretty much every aspect of their podcast, or I can help them with that. And we've we figure out where their area is that they want to focus on with my help. But I will help from anything with production, with mindset, right? Because there is a bit of a mental game involved in podcasting where a lot of people get started and start doubting themselves or doubting their content or all those different things. So I will be a coach in that regard too, to help them through that. But yeah, it will be anything from what to podcast about to launching that podcast once we figure it out. I love that. So tell us a little bit about your ADHD journey. Like what was the diagnosis like, childhood, all the way through professional life today? Yeah, so I was diagnosed in my late 20s As a kid, my, I mean, my mom tells me this all the time that they always suspected I had at the time ADD or ADHD. The teachers, for example, I I know in elementary school, there's one story that my mom often tells, which she came in for a parent teacher conference meeting. And this is the typical thing she would hear from all the teachers. It would be that he's a really good kid. He's a really smart kid. And he's having trouble in school. He's having trouble focusing. The teacher would say, when I'm giving a lecture, when I'm teaching a a, a particular class, I'll often see Mark and he's staring off, looking out the window, looking up at the ceiling. And my mom's story to that is being a mama bear that she was, or mama lion, she instantly (laughs) blamed the teacher and said, well, maybe there's a problem with 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 your curriculum and how you're teaching. (laughs) And that was a typical thing that we would hear from teachers all the time. He's a good kid. He's a smart kid and he's having trouble in school. So it probably wasn't until I think my junior or senior year of high school that they actually had me tested for ADHD. This is dating myself a bit, but this was before really there was a lot of awareness around ADHD. And I don't think the quote unquote experts were really 
knowledgeable yet enough with how to deal with it, how to even identify it half the time. And so I went through all the motions and they said, no, he doesn't have ADHD. He's just having trouble learning. Okay. And I have a learning disability. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it could be, who knows, right? But they didn't say I had a learning disability either. And what's cool is I just recently, when I was moving and my parents had moved houses, they found some documentation around that, that particular testing that I had done. And so it's it's interesting to go back and look, but this is definitely a, a common thing I've dealt with for all my life. And for the longest time until my late 20s, I just kind of thought that was who I am. Maybe I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. I didn't know. I felt really smart and I just didn't know why I was having so much trouble, but they, they told me I didn't have it. So I figured I didn't. I found out that I had it when I was struggling. I was at this corporate job and lots of spreadsheets involved in that. And Mm -hmm. I hadn't really at the the time. Yeah. I hadn't really learned much about spreadsheets. I just knew how to use them very basic. And so I had to catch up quickly with the rest of this company. I definitely learned a lot, but I would struggle with it. And and then other areas of, of the job, I would struggle. What happened with this job is I start strong. And then as it goes on through the next few years, as it gets more challenging, as the company grows, then I start to struggle. And I was getting depressed. I mean, I felt mm. for sure I was going through depression. I had it in my family. And so sure. I... I went to a a psychiatrist and was telling him all of my struggles and why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And he said, have you ever been tested for ADHD before? And I said, yeah, but they said, I don't, I don't have it. He said, well, let's test you anyway, because it feels to me like this could be something. And so I went through the testing and at the end of the day, it was, yeah, you, you have ADHD. And I was in a way, very relieved in the in that moment because this was something that we had suspected. And mm-hmm. he gave me a prescription to Adderall and I took it and I still take it to this day. And I found it really helpful at the time. There were areas that it definitely helped me focus more. I had more energy and yet I still didn't feel like I was making a lot of progress. Like they just mm-hmm. kind of only helped me so much. It wasn't until fast forward, I hate to say this, I'm trying to think, yeah, around 20 years later that I w- when I started my business, I was at a point where I knew I needed more. I knew I was still struggling and it didn't feel right. The struggle just didn't feel like a normal struggle you go through when you have a challenge that you're facing. It felt more and I started just exploring the ADHD thing some more. And the more I started really reading about it, the more I was identifying with it and recognizing this isn't who I am. This is this is my ADHD. And there's got to be some things I can do about this. Oh, my gosh. So that's where you were able to distinguish between this is my ADHD and this is an explanation and this is not just me. Like, I'm not lazy. I'm not dumb. Like, I'm not depressed. It's the ADHD. Yeah. And and I think at the time, now I'm able to recognize that it's not me. I think at the time when I was doing my research, I wasn't separating it. 
but I was acknowledging it was ADHD. Do you, do you know what I mean? It was. Oh, totally. It was simply. Oh, okay. That's why I'm doing this. It's because I have ADHD. So it was a part of you still. Yes. But now you can distinguish that's because of my ADHD. These attributes of me isn't necessarily what I want to be at the core. And I right. can work on that because mm-hmm. of my ADHD. Yep. Absolutely. That's when I, and you know, the way that the internet and, and algorithms and things works, once you start looking for something like help with ADHD, you start finding a lot of it on the different platforms that you Oh, use. yeah. And so I started discovering different coaches. I was very intrigued by it. I had already had experience working with coaches, so I was very open to it. And now when I realized, well, wow, there are ADHD coaches out there, I, I want to take advantage of this. And that that's what ultimately ended up leading me to you for help because I... Definitely. I went through several. I interviewed a bunch of people. I went through a different coach for a little while. Didn't feel like it was working enough for me. So that's when I reconnected with you because you were one of those coaches that I had initially interviewed. And I'm so glad that I did because it's working really well for me. And yeah, specifically around that awareness that we're that we started touching on here and, and that idea that it's not who I am. It's something that I have that I can work through and and flourish once I figure out how to maneuver around it. And that's what you've helped me see. So fascinating because that part of you 20 years ago, I didn't really know your ADHD story back then. And it's crazy to think about how today we come off a coaching call and we talk about awareness and separating the okay, this is just a thought. This is a feeling. It's not me. And I can control my emotions and become by choosing to do something different. So that is something that still is with you today, but you've created that awareness through the the work that you've done. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's that's the big thing is the awareness for me has has been all the difference because now that I know and I'm aware of it, when I'm in an ADHD moment, for lack of a better term, I recognize it. It instantly, in most cases, calms me down a little bit enough to recognize and not blame myself for doing something a certain way and just accepting this is me and now how am I going to deal with this? So would you say that that is one of the biggest ways that you have helped yourself with the struggles associated with ADHD? Yeah, because I'm judging myself less now because it's it now I have something that I can associate the struggle with and then take that a step further. And then I, I learn tools to deal with that. But I do think it really all starts with with that awareness. Okay. So understanding your ADHD brain and then recognizing that in life when things occur. And then also on top of that, having the tools to handle that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been on this particular journey now for like six months or so, and I'm still uncovering stuff. I'm still recognizing that there, there are things that I have chalked up to that's just me. And the more I learn, the more I realize, no, that's just your ADHD brain. And I need to find a way, a better way. And I have been. So, yeah. 
I love that. So it's never too late to learn. And we're always learning. And in fact, so many individuals with ADHD love to learn. We love information. Mm-hmm. And now you're learning all about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah, I, the, the whole personal growth area has always been of interest to me. So now this feels even more personalized and I'm more, I'm more hyper fixated on it than ever. Totally. And yeah, I would love to hear a little bit about how you utilize your hyperfixation and your hyperfocus to maximize your potential. Yeah, sometimes I don't even realize when I'm using it to my advantage, but yeah, it's it's particularly look, I'm in a business of podcasting and it's an internet-based business. And so there's always different and new technology that comes out and new equipment, hardware that comes out. And where I am so passionate about podcasting, when I discover something like that, I get hyper fixated on it and study it like no other. I will, I will just, I I will just engulf myself in it and spend hours on it, researching it, learning it, understanding it, trying to find ways that I can incorporate it into my business, into what my clients are doing. So I think that's a big one is when I get hyper fixated on something, I can really get a, a strong understanding of it and how to work with it and to my advantage, to my client's advantage. Wonderful. And how do you stop yourself from hyper fixating on things that don't serve you? Yeah. <laughs> we all want to know about that. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes it's a matter I do. I will let myself indulge a little bit because I'm getting those dopamine hits and, and appreciating them. For example, the, the struggle for me right now is probably staying off my phone. And it's a challenge because it's part of my business too, to, to be connected to social media and, and that kind of thing. So sometimes it's a matter of setting those limits now, like on my iPhone, I can set those limits to how long I'm using something and it'll kind of stop me from, from using it after a certain amount of time. That can be helpful. Sometimes it's setting alarms on my phone, just a regular alarm, like, okay, if I've spent more than a half hour, I think it's time to stop on it. It's still a challenge sometimes to to stay off that phone or to stop doing that thing that that's distracting me from something more productive. Yeah. And I appreciate how honest you are about things. No one's perfect. We're not going to solve everything. We're going to meet with frustration. We're human, right? But then that goes back to that awareness too. Like, oh yeah, I did that thing again. Right. And that's what you <laughs> helped me with a lot is, n- is not getting so down on myself for it because it's not something that I can always control. And I have to understand that this is the way my brain works sometimes. So I think that's the other part to it where I said awareness is a big one. It's also acceptance. It's, it's re- recognizing that, yeah, it's going to happen and that's okay. It's just who I am. What else does life look like now? Is it more peaceful? Do you feel empowered? What hobbies do you do? How's communication? Yeah, for my business, it's helped me out tremendously in the sense that there's so many different angles I could share with you about it. But I, I think for one, it's it's helped me simplify podcasting for people because I need it simplified. And so I've been able to translate that to anybody, whether, you know, neurotypical or not, 
it's helpful to take on something like podcasting and and know that it can be simple because there's a lot of information out there and a lot of people talking about it. And it's hard to, as a, someone with ADHD, it's sometimes hard to pick, like, is that the right way? Or is that the right way? Is that person know what they're talking about? So finding ways to keep it simple, to keep people's interest in what they're doing, that that's been the biggest advantage for my work. And I think it's helped in my marriage a lot because my wife, she has ADHD as well. We experience it in different ways. And I think where I've been able to be more aware about it and I've been open about it with her, it's helped her with her patience level with me, recognizing that, yeah, I asked Mark to take down the recycling to the garage 10 times already, and he's not doing, he's not being lazy. He's just not seeing it sitting by that door. He's walking right by it and he's not ignoring it. It's just, that's his ADHD. And she has said that to me out loud. She has said, now that I'm understanding this more, I'm not mad at you anymore for those. Oh my gosh. How fascinating. Yeah. So awareness in yourself, awareness in your relationship. But I, I think it's fascinating. It really, the awareness had to start with you before you could speak to your wife about it and help her understand how you work. So Awareness all around. Yes. (laughs) And acceptance. Yes, absolutely. Is there any last thoughts that you want to share with the community? Yeah, I mean, I can't reiterate it enough. So I, I think it's really being okay with the fact that you have ADHD and that you can do something about it. Patience is a big one. And I know you and I just recently were talking about patience in our last session where sometimes it can get the best of me because I think a lot of times I'm forcing that neurotypical style on myself and it takes being aware that that just doesn't work for me. That's all that it sometimes takes. And so, yeah, staying aware and accepting who you are and what your challenges are, that's the first step. And then looking for solutions that work for you that would be the last piece of it, I think, is really embracing different solutions and recognizing that sometimes the first one may not be the one for you and to keep trying because there is one out there for you. It's just a matter of being patient and sticking with Patience. it. Patience. I love it. Patience and awareness. Thank you, Mark, for being on today. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. And for those people looking to get help with podcast producing, where can they find you? Yeah, they can find me at Ironic Media. That's I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. Instagram is a big place for me on social media so that you can find me there at Mark Ronick, M-A-R-C-R-O-N-I-C-K. Thanks for listening to this episode of Successful with ADHD. I hope it helps you on your journey. And if you need any additional support for you or a loved one with ADHD, feel free to reach out to us at coachingwithbrooke.com and all social media platforms at Coaching with Brooke. And remember, it's Brooke with an E. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.